When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm in the mood for pubs, da, 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 da. every time you're near me, every time you're near me, I'm in the mood for pubs. Dan, the pubs are open. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. I haven't been yet, though. I'm, slightly, I'm still slightly intimidated by it all, but I am excited by the prospect of potentially going for a pint. I'm very excited by that. Yes, the idea of a pint and a substantial meal has uh, got me got me excited lucky for me i absolutely love scotch eggs so that's just gonna be me <laughs> i'm gonna have seven pints but also seven scotch eggs i don't know is that the like I, that's what I, is it like you just have to order a meal once and you can stay there all day or like do you have are they gone wait 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 you've been here since lunchtime it's dinner time now you sh- you've got to have some tea or you're or you're breaking the rules to be honest, if they let me sit inside in the warm, I'd eat seven scotch eggs and have one pint. <laughs> <laughs> Just for some place to go. Just for a place yeah. to be, man. A place yeah, to exist. Fair enough. Um, yeah, but it is exciting. Oh, it is exciting, isn't it? So, let, yeah, let's see how that pans out for everyone. Anyway, look, we've just gone straight into it there, but to give you a little intro, this is Compact Dicks, and uh, if you're a first-time listener to Compact Dicks, what this is is where me and James get together and we read your listener submissions of who and what you would hate to be stuck with on a desert island. So it's not the normal desert island dicks where we have a big interview, uh, or a big guest, Uh, it's just the smaller one. It's Compact Dicks. Oh, Dan, I don't know if I could have explained it better myself. I'd like to say at the start of the podcast, you can get in contact via dickspod.com slash contact. But um, why don't we read you a few from the listeners to uh, to get you warmed up. Dan, have you? Mm. Uh, do you want to start? Have you got one to start with? Yeah, I've got a nice juicy one, which oh, uh, actually came one. in last week and we didn't get time uh, to read. Um, this is an animal dick. Um, this is from Evelyn Calvert, and he says... Hi, love the podcast and need to nominate fucking dolphins for my own sanity. Dolphins? It's It's for sure they are social with other dolphins. It's certain that some species of dolphin are seen interacting with humans. I must have watched hours of natural history TV footage portraying them nuzzling scuba-clad cameramen and towing unfortunate children with their dorsal fins. (laughs) We've all seen their rubbery noses close enough to a documentary maker's lens to be able to check the plaque on their tiny little point unthreatening teeth. I've even been directed to a website which categorically proves their amorous fondness of human women folk, but I'd better not embellish that aspect here. 
All of which begs the question, what have I ever done to them? Whenever and wherever I go on a dolphin spotting trip, the scheming little bastards just play mock the human, and I fall for it every time. Oh, they always show up just far away enough to be sure that in all your holiday photographs they appear as a speck of bird shit on your lens. There, there they are, others will shout, and I spin round just in time to observe an inch and a half of dorsal fin or tail fin disappear below the surface. There, over there, and they point to that patch of sea immediately behind you. I swear that unless you're an owl or you've got the physiology of the little girl from the Exorcist film, you'll never get a decent sighting of an Indo-Pacific humpback. (laughs) Dolphins got their family name Delphinidae from the Greek word Delphus, meaning womb i.e. fish with wombs. But I think I know how they got their archaic nickname of meraswine or sea pigs, i.e. fish with a facility for making me want to hammer my Nikon 160mm zoom lens down their blowholes with a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) If you really want to see them, spark up a crackling fire and a roaster, find a comfy armchair and a 32-inch Panasonic, pull the cork on a bottle of Cutty Sark Prohibition whiskey and let David Attenborough do all the neck swivelling. Little cunts. Jesus, I feel better for that. Thanks. Whoa, that is so good. And that like, was a good one, wasn't that it? That is really good. I mean, Evelyn, that that is so personal, but it seems like he's been stewing on, stewing on this for ages. Yeah, yeah, and I love it. It's like just the feeling that he's sort of gone back gone right this time i'm gonna go dolphin spotting this time then i know then, yeah i love that he went dol- dolphin spotting more than once and and still hates them <laughs> yeah it's meant to be like isn't it meant to be like quite an amazing thing but i guess if you don't see any that is going to be frustrating yeah especially if everyone else is saying they're seeing them i think as well i, I really like it when um you know someone hates something that's really universally loved by everyone else like a dolphin yeah. is like yeah. you know like on the un board of animals isn't it it's like you know yeah, it'd be like nice. the you know it's it's the the nicest friendliest animals but um i know I love they're twats. The, when he opened it he was just like said love the podcast and need to nominate fucking dolphins for my own sanity it's like he's <laughs> had this bottled up for so long that he's needed to release and this has been the perfect platform for him to do it and we're happy to provide the platform. So thanks for sending that in. Lovely stuff. I've got another one here. This one's from Alid. Okay. Hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Long time listener, first time Winger. Massive fan of the podcast and gives me satisfaction to know there are plenty of cynics like me out there. By living my cynical ways, I've built a mental vault of dicks over the years and like to see if some of them are just as much dickish for everyone else. Number one, the people who queue for the plane at airports, there is nothing that sets me off than sitting waiting at a gate at an airport and watching people forming a queue to get on the plane before boarding has even been announced. I can't understand why they feel the need to queue for a plane which you've purchased a ticket and turned up three hours early to to queue needlessly for do they think the plane will skip their gate and leave like a bus i'm surprised they don't flag down the pilot as he approaches worst of all majority of the time these people queue before the plane has even reached the gate so they're literally queuing for nothing i think this is that's a good starter for sure yeah definitely i I love sitting there next to the queue just with my backrest just enjoying it for like an hour when they eventually do let us on and we sit in the same seats that we've paid for and it doesn't matter which order you get on the plane yeah because it's like there's enough sort of boring logistical crap in an airport where you have to queue for one thing or the other by the time you're getting to the plane you've already queued for like 
dropping off your bag and going through security and it's like why just add an extra queue into your day when you're just going to have to sit down for a few hours at a time anyway his second choice is one that's come up before on the podcast actually and it's topless men in public places yes yeah obviously this doesn't count topless men at the beach or at swimming pools these are the men who go topless walking down the high street or in places like restaurants I don't have the body of The Rock or Chris Hemsworth, so maybe I'm just envious, but the blokes who do go topless in public often don't look like them either. They immediately cheapen the place they are occupying, and it's torturous for everyone else who has to look at their beer guts and revealing their shitty attempts at Polynesian tribal tattoo, even though they're from the middle of Swansea. <laughs> it's true. I just They're either sort of quite skinny or really overweight, or if you do see someone who's like got a really amazing body and a six-pack... They almost look even worse because it's like, yeah, we get it, mate. Come on. We get it, mate. I just You're in think... great shape. That's jealousy, though. I, f- I feel that definitely when I see but them. But I, I think, think maybe in a different culture, like, I don't know, in British culture, it's just it's not the done thing. It's like you can't mm. just walk around with like, an amazing body and expect... You just look like a prick. Do you know what I mean? It's like someone kind of like dropping the keys to an expensive car nonchalantly on the table at a restaurant. It's like you don't need to do that. It's like... If you have a nice body or have a nice car, that's fine. But don't, like, shoehorn it into, yeah. like, my day, you know. Yes, I, I appreciate that. That is a really good example, actually. Someone who drops the keys for their really expensive car, right, in, like, so in plain sight. Hey, I'm yeah. driving a Maserati. Um, <laughs> Dan, and uh, his yeah. third choice, we're letting Alan have all three on this one. Mm. Thomas Schaffernacker, the weather presenter. yes good one yeah i've never heard him on this before actually but he says since when do weather presenters think they're so fucking cool just tell us if it's gonna rain or not and then fuck off yeah honestly i forgot about him but yeah he really annoys me like it's like you're not a rock star mate he's got a real swagger about him hasn't he it's like what are you like the bad boy of weather or something if you're like maybe after you've listened to this podcast go and search um thomas schaffernacker middle finger and there's this bit in um in the news where they they say oh we're going to be hearing from thomas schaffernacker soon and he wasn't expecting them to to cut to him just to show him sort of waving and he was there just flipping off the presenter <laughs> it's really good and then he like panics he, like, with his to scratch his eye or something yeah like. yes you're right he does go to scratch his eye that is so good yeah yeah good choices they're very strong very strong love it so dan it's that time in the podcast where we throw over to my dad our sort of correspondent for podcast pass should we say he he likes to present his uh his dick pics um not those kind of dick pics or (laughs) his classic dicks of the week and last week jay rayner was on the podcast and he spoke about his school teacher and this week dad has picked out some previous episodes that sort of go in on school teachers so have a listen to this hi james hi dan great episode this week with the uh, brilliant comedian sindhu v well done dan as we're on the theme this week of teacher dicks, I'd just like to recommend two great episodes from the back catalogue. Now, firstly, uh, singer, songwriter and producer Danny Toman's episode. Danny went to the trouble of actually bringing in his old school reports and reading out examples of how a school teacher can try and shatter your childhood dreams. Coincidentally, as a quick throwback to last 
week's episode, Danny's uh, food choice was the Fancy Burger, which I've just heard on the radio. Our old friend Gordon Ramsay is selling in his new uh, London restaurant for £80 a time. So uh, good luck with that, Gordon. Next up is uh, broadcaster and journalist Sam Delaney's episode. Sam chose his old PE teacher and he goes on to describe the very funny misadventures of a schoolboy. That's well worth a listen. So this week's homework is to study singer-songwriter Danny Toman and the very funny journalist and broadcaster Sam Delaney's episodes. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. So what do you think about that, hey? I think wonderful as ever, John Deacon. I think of John Deacon, your dad, as a sort of a... He's like our podcast sommelier. And every, every week we call him up and he goes down to the cellar and he picks out something that's just going to perfectly go with your week. You know, he's, 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 got, he's, got, he's wonderful. He's like, oh, I've got a fine vintage for you, sir. Here's Danny Toman with a side of Sam Delaney. And you're like, ha thank you, John. That's the wonderful. Also, did he mention in there that Gordon Ramsay's got a burger that cost 80 quid? He did. I mean, yeah. read the room, mate. Christ. I know. I think the burger that Danny Toman was talking about in there, it cost, it cost over a grand and, and did have gold leaf on it. But got to 80 pounds for a fucking burger is insane. That's the sort of thing you only get so that you can say that you've had it or you yeah. can take a vulgar picture of it. You don't, like, it's not going to be that much better than just one that costs even 20 quid do you know what i mean oh god but thank you very much dad much appreciated as always yeah, thank you yeah would you like another dick oh please i've got one this is from bobby and he says the people who need to go on the island are those who play whamageddon and feel like it's some sort of actual achievement there needs to be a special place on the island for those who post their achievements on social media as if we give a damn and especially when it's clear that they don't listen to the radio so should never be at any risk in so should never be at risk in any case or those that simply lie because they feel it gives them some kind of special status amongst society that's very good. So, for those of you who aren't familiar, Whamageddon is a thing started by a certain radio show um, on commercial radio where it's like a game you play where you've got to be the last one to have heard Last Christmas by Wham play on the radio at Christmas time. I actually do. So, th- I think it began hmm. somewhere else, but we'll let them have it. Okay. All right. So, maybe adopted by a radio show then. But yeah, the idea that if you're the last person to hear Wham, you win. That's it, really. But yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I, I'm sort of very dubious because I think the only way to do it is to not listen to the radio. So then it's easy to not hear it, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Especially like... Also, I think it's like, you know, fair enough, play along, have a game and just enjoy it. But like, I don't care. Don't put it on your social media. Like, no one's bothered, mate. It's yeah. like, you know... Dan, nowadays I just think, what's the point in putting anything on your social media? Just fuck it all off. Anyway, talking about social media, um, <laughs> that's a great segue into follow us at, Dick, at Dick's Pod on Twitter and uh, at Dick's Pod on Instagram for sporadic, a smattering of um, sparsely posted images of comedians that we've stolen from the internet. But you can also get in touch with us um, with your choices for Compact Dict as Zimfuego has um, and so he sent this right he got stuck it right in our DMs and he said, Ari Compact Dicks only tenuously related to the food theme that we were talking about the other week, but I've got to get 
this off my chest i've worked non-stop through the pandemic and i don't get a lot of time to do the occasional shop for stuff that isn't the grocery delivery also i live in a small market town and try to support local businesses where possible one such business is my local butcher during lockdown they've had a rule of only two customers in the shop at any time because it's a small space very thoughtful of them i think that's great the dicks in this scenario are the couples who will go into the shop together to shop together. Together. Mm. This is multi-level dickishness. It reduces the throughput in the shop by preventing someone else from shopping, me and others on a time-tight schedule, and it costs money in the form of having one of the two serving staff being unable to serve other paying customers at this time these fuckers also seem to think it's acceptable to stand and chat after they've concluded their business making it even more awkward for the staff who can see the queue building outside the power generated by the passive aggressive stares from those watching outside could power the country anyway i feel better for that so thanks for being there loving the podcast all the best nick Stamford. Oh yeah. Yes, Nick. That sounds infuriating. So, yeah, they are dicks, no doubt. A fine choice. Thank you very much for that, Nick. Well, this has been fun, as always. It's been lovely. Um, I've had a wonderful time. Do we? Do, are we setting the listeners up with something interesting for next week? Yes. So this week it's starting to feel more Christmassy. We've got our Christmas tree up, and no doubt many of you uh, are thinking about what you would like for Christmas. And invariably, your your ideas turn to online retail. Oh, I buy all, my, all of my stuff on Amazon, pretty much. Yes, but I want to put Jeff Bezos on the island this week. Okay, yeah. Okay, because... Now, this is where, like, I get accused of being, you know, a fawning lefty sycophant quite often, you know, or being some kind of awful <laughs> one, one snowflake. One review, as, and you might as well have it tattooed no, on your forehead. <laughs> I get called a snowflake quite a lot, or whatever, or, love- like, or woke, or too woke. Uh, hey, you can never be anyway, too woke. But I saw a thing today that said that Jeff Bezos now has so much money that he could afford to pay every single Amazon employee $100,000 and still be left with the same amount of money he had before the pandemic started, right? Wow. And there's still lots of allegations about him, like, not paying proper sick pay and sort of conditions and things like that. So, you know, I reckon that definitely counts as being a total fucking bellend. Mm. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people saying, well, that's why he's so rich. But, like, once you've got more money than anyone has ever had in in the entirety of human existence, mm-hmm. you probably don't need the extra profit, and I think you're just being a dick. So, Agreed. very loosely, that's a Christmas-themed dick. And it's a bit early, mm. so we're going to go, like, uh, is that too early to a Christmas-themed dick? No, people people need to be on yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, I think, I think you're talking about ordering Christmas presents... Now's the time, guys, because, hey, I've left it till the last minute before and ended up giving my wife a Bruno Mars CD. I bought a petrol station. So <laughs> my advice to you is get on it now. Uh, yeah, OK, so there you go. So Christmas-themed dicks, if you need something to send us, if you want to get involved and you can't sort of narrow it down, then give us a Christmas-themed dick, and you can send that to dickspod.com slash contact, and uh, we'll try and read them out next week. That's great. Wicked, yeah. that was very good. That's it. Great. We're getting good at this. <laughs> Let us know. Dickspod.com slash contact if we're getting good at this or not. Um, Dan, this has been a lot of fun. Should we do it again next week? I would love to. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. Bye.
Bye.